Ronin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. I'm your host, Justin Juice Kelly. I got a new haircut. <laughs> the people on the Facebook Live can see it. They can see all of my uh, head rolls. Apparently, my head's gotten a lot fatter since I was in high school. But to my left is my co-host, Shane. How are you doing today, man? Good, man. Glad to be here. I'm loving the outfit. Appreciate it. It's, uh, we'll it's, get into it's that. on point. We'll get into that. <laughs> and then also back again, Ryan Kelly. How are you doing today, man? I'm glad to be back. The, we're going to need to move that mic a little bit closer to the face. <laughs> glad to be back, finally. There, there you go. Have we That's actually perfect. met? I don't think I remember you. Yeah. It's, it's been, uh, I think, two and a half years. <laughs> two and a half years. He's in prison. Yeah. He had just got out. <laughs> And with us today, as my man over here is typing away. No, I'm just kidding. I'm closing <laughs> stuff out. Um, is Tommy from, I guess, otherwise known as James Dant. Yep. Um, a store in Irvington, which I frequent. Um, Glad to have you on, too, because yeah. we're trying to do like more. You know, We call ourselves Unpredictable Talk Radio for Indianapolis, and we're trying to get more of a local feel. So that's why it's, I'm, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time to come out and talk to us. Yeah. Appreciate you guys having me. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, it's nice and hot out. Yeah. <laughs> I decided to wear all black today. So <laughs> just went went straight for it. Yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be a good Sunday. But basically, the reason that you're here is because, like I said, I frequent your store, and it's uh, it's a men's store in Irvington, and it's something I, a place I like to go to quite often. Um, I got I think the fir- very first time I was introduced to it, I was looking for some um, Red Wing Iron Rangers, mm-hmm. and I went to a um, Red Wing store and they just had a lot of like construction boots and kind of stuff like that and I was like this is obviously not what I'm looking for and then somehow or another I'm not rem- I can't remember how I did it but I stumbled upon uh, your store and I was like well I'm just gonna go over there so I walked in and you were sitting there and I asked for you like got some Iron Rangers he's like hell yeah and then you were super nice helped me out and uh, so basically and you know, for somebody who's an idiot, what are Red Wing Iron Rangers? So Red Wings, I think everyone, I think everyone knows what. Oh, should know what. I know, Red, I know. They're what like they're, yeah, the boots. boots but yeah. these are actually you. You tell them what they are. You probably know more about them than anybody in this room. So yeah. So most people have probably seen the Red Wing stores, like you said. There's probably six or seven of them in Indianapolis, but they're all over the country and the world now. They've been around for over a hundred years. So in our industry, that's considered a heritage brand. Mm-hmm. Um, when you kind of hit that mark, you get that label, and um, they they've been making boots and shoes in America for that long. The line that we carry, that he's talking about, the Iron Rangers, are part of their their heritage line, mm-hmm. which is still made in America. A lot of the nice. work boots and stuff you see at the stores are made in China now or yeah. elsewhere, and that's why, like, when people will go to the Red Wing store, like he did, they will they'll sometimes send them to me because they mm-hmm. don't have they don't typically have the market for the boots that they make. The right. Iron Rangers are. Fairly expensive, but yeah, there's a there's a point behind that too. There's a lot. Yeah, I, I think they're expensive. Uh, not only that, because they, they come with like a, you can get them fixed at any point, right? They yeah. So a, it's a it's a lifetime guarantee, um, because they are so old and they're so good. Like I've heard a multitude of stories of people just walking in and being like, "Hey, I need my boots fixed." Yeah. And instead of going taking the time to have them resold, if you don't want it, we'll hand you a new pair of boots, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, not something they really like advertise right. because obviously like they're a business they need to make money so they can't just replace shoes all the time but yeah. um, they come with that lifetime guarantee so if anything ever goes wrong and that's really the value in them too like you'll see dudes that have had these boots for 15 20 40 years yeah. you know pass them down to their kids and you can resole them mm-hmm. so yeah and i've told people i'm like the worst when it comes to keeping clothes i i have nothing that i owned i mean 
10 years ago, I have nothing from then yeah. till now. Like I just throw stuff away or I lose it. I just have problems. Well, I have nothing but good things to say about these boots. They're pretty awesome. Um, if, if I could compare them to anything, like to give people like a mental image, I mean, obviously you can Google them, but um, they're basically like what I would think like, um, like a steel worker or something would wear like in the fifties or something like that. Yeah. That's just kind of the idea. And they have a very old school look to them and like the dirtier and more scuffed up they get, the cooler they look. Yeah. And if you take care of them and like you told me when I first bought them, if you oil of them and take care of them and, and take care of the leather that's on them, you can have them for, like you said, for 10 or 15 years, which is crazy. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of boots that you see out there, like they look really great at first. And then as you wear them, they start to lose a lot of that patina and shine. And yeah. And even if you do take care of them, like you're probably going to throw away a pair of Clarks in a year, or a year and a half. Yeah. But with that's that's kind of the get for these boots. Like dudes are sick of buying boots and tossing them yeah. when they when they go bad. And you can be as rough as you want on them, and they'll they only get cooler looking. And then yeah. if they get to the point where they're not wearable anymore, you can get them fixed, which yeah. is kind of crazy to me. And that's worth spending the three hundred three hundred and ten dollars yeah. or whatever they are, which is crazy to some people, but I think it's worth it. Um, one of the things I want to, instead of talking about just specifically one thing that you have at your store, <laughs> we could possibly get into some other things and like maybe um, explain to us like the origins of James Dant and where everything kind of came from and the idea and the kind of clothing that you um, have for people. And and the rumor about the uh, the name, too. I want us to hear about that, too. Yeah, so I guess it all kind of started when I was fairly young. I was like 13, 14 years old, kind of the age where you start really going to malls by yourself or going and looking for clothing um, with, with your friends. And we just kept running into stores that, that weren't really built for us. Um, shopping places that just did not, they didn't market to men. Like mm-hmm. they didn't give a shit about the men's side of the store. Um, and so that's when like the first sparkle of like, I could open a, a men's store someday came came into play at 13 um, yeah like like <laughs> it was i mean at it was one of those that was not anything i would be thinking about <laughs> yeah i i had no idea what i was going to do yeah, at that awesome, point though. but it was it was one of those things where it was just like someday down the line when i have a bunch of money i'll open a men's kind store. of planted a seed yeah 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 i yeah, yeah, planted a seed and and it just i mean it, it grew worse and worse as i got older like it, it I, I at some point expected a store to open like mine and it never did mm-hmm. for what 10 years yeah, yeah. 10 years on i was still wondering where it would be. Um, but I wrote a business plan in college for it. Um, I was kind of still, like you said, I had, I had this idea in my, mm-hmm. my head at 13, but I was just a typical college kid. I had yeah. no idea what I was going to do. And I switched my major to business and wound up in the entrepreneurship program because, wow. um, I was, I was just at this like crossroads. Like if I don't know what I'm going to do, I might as well write this plan now. And then again, it was always like a future thing. Like I'll open it when I have, hundred grand laying around yeah. when I'm 60 or something, you know? <laughs> um, but as I got through it and, and like vetted it out and wrote this 124 page business plan, I'd put in all this work that at a, at a like certain point during the program, um, I, I felt like it would be a loss to just not do it. And yeah. I didn't know what else I was going to do. I'd spent so much time the past two years working on this massive business plan. And so I got out and I really had to kind of scramble and, and I guess, um, it, it, the opening of the store was not um, exactly what it is now. Like if you would have walked in year one, I don't know if you came in in our first year or not, mm-hmm. but we were we've doubled our size since. We 
Um, I did. I did come in when you just had the first part of it, and then yeah. I kind of saw through social media the like the transition, and then I came in and saw it for for myself and saw that extra room and all the yeah. extra stuff that you put in there. And what I want to say is, it's kind of crazy. Like walking into the store, it's not like anything that you've ever seen in terms of like the way things are decorated. Like there might be a time where you have like a bicycle hanging on the wall, or you have a, an actual motorcycle sitting in in the front room <laughs> of this like. And you can get things from like um, rings, knives, hats. Like it's just kind of crazy because like I remember my girlfriend saying the the first time I walked in here, and I told you the last time I was I was like if I could shop anywhere for the rest of my life it would be this place because <laughs> That's like, awesome because it, it just hones in on everything that at least style wise that I like and I feel like it has that kind of like manly man thing to it but it also has like that part of you where you can take care of yourself because they have like everything from candles to beard oil mm-hmm. to and then you got over here you got knives and all this stuff like that makes i don't know any guy a badass yeah. and then just badass boots on the wall and then also something else i want to talk about kind of was the raw denim thing and explaining yeah. to people like what exactly raw denim is and where it comes from and how like c- kind of cool it is you know to to sell it because i don't think a lot of places do so yeah um, and what is raw denim? <laughs> There's so many things to explain. What makes denim raw? <laughs> I'm basically just not washing it, like in its most simple form. So all the wash denim that you see with the the faded marks, and mm-hmm. they've like taken a Dremel tool to it and yeah. beat it up for you, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, raw denim is that dark, deep denim that you see dudes okay. wear. Um, and the whole the the history of raw denim is insane. There's so many denim heads out there, and like even being a shop owner that specialize in it like there's dudes that know so much more than i do <laughs> you were kind there's of telling me one time out on it that i was in the <laughs> store that they had like a uh, they had um something about the i can't i'm not gonna i'm gonna butcher this bad but something about uh, <laughs> a war or something and then they had certain machines that they don't have anymore or something along those lines yeah so basically <clears throat> denim was created in like the the late 1800s like 1885 89 or 90 in canada um, right I'm just kidding. The Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. So when it came about, it kind of blew up because before then everyone was wearing trousers and like Mm -hmm. really like dressed up when they, when they went out and Mm -hmm. denim was kind of the start of the casualization of the way we dress. So from the like 1890s to um, 1940s, America was known for their denim and making denim. And it was really, that's all there was, was raw selvage denim. That's what you bought at Tractor Supply. That's what your grandpa wore. Like they bought that shrink mm-hmm. to fit 501 stuff yeah. where you get in the bathtub with it. And so what this is, and, and since like 2002 and even before that. Um, that's so in, crazy just to think about that, getting in the yeah, bathtub yeah. to fit your pants. Yeah, people it's still like, do it. It's like in high school with football with the mouthpiece that uh-huh. you put yep. in the like, oven for like, yeah. a little Should bit. Just imagine them sitting in the bathtub. <laughs> no, I'm not finished yet. <laughs> you know your jeans. It, 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 it says 10 more minutes. <laughs> so is this either a good thing or a bad thing is when you get your jeans and then you take them off and your legs are blue? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's... <laughs> It's probably bad. It comes off, but it's that means there's lots of indigo in the denim, which means they're gonna stay darker and prettier for longer. Okay, and I've heard you that did it right. I've heard that you're supposed to wash them inside out so the mm-hmm. color lasts longer. I've legit never gotten blue on my legs and never also washed my stuff inside out. Yeah. So <laughs> if you want your like, if you get tired of your jeans getting like that, like. And you probably don't even really notice it because you don't remember what they look like when you first got them. Mm-hmm. The only reason I remember it is because I am one of those people that will buy jeans. And if I really like them, I'll go buy another pair of the same jeans. Yeah. And when I kept doing that, I was like, these aren't the same jeans. <laughs> but they were. They just got a lot lighter because I was washing them the wrong way. But if you turn them inside out, they'll keep their color longer. Yeah. Isn't there something about putting them in the freezer, too, or something like that? Yeah, like, that's it's kind of like a 
a myth about yeah. it. It, it. The only thing it does is it like qualms the stink for a little while until like they <laughs> until heat, back, they heat up. back up. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, it's uh, like from the 1940s on, all of all of our denim production went overseas, and so in the early 2000s, a lot of these companies started coming back and producing it in America or or buying it from producers in America, and then and then constructing the denim in like their garages, mm-hmm. and it took off. It got a cult following. People mostly because of the quality of it over anything like Mm -hmm. it sounds crazy to people to this day I was reading reviews from one of my vendors and people will get on there and troll like crazy like I'm never going to spend 220 on denim I don't care what what it is it's luxury blah 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 but it's it's uh once you have a pair like there's no going back it's one of those things Mm -hmm. where like you won't wear other denim yeah we've seen that through the store like the proof of it that's how I feel about the boots as well so yeah um something i kind of we were talking about how 220 dollars for a pair of jeans something i kind of want to talk about and you've explained this to me before but i wanted to explain it to someone who might walk into james dant for the first time and and kind of look at some of the prices and just kind of see that things some things are expensive there but there's a reason kind of behind that and you know i just wanted you kind of explain that so people get an idea when they first walk in and kind of get like have a don't have they have like a you know, less of a shock. Yeah. 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 Or just like a pre there's a idea lot of sticker before shock. you. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's, it's the kind of thing where in LA and San Francisco, it doesn't, there's not a whole lot of sticker shock there. There right. could be from like tourists, but it's, it's all about like cost of living there and all mm-hmm. of that won't get into, but, um, in order to open the type of store I wanted here and for people to not have that feeling when they go to other states like why don't we have one of these here i had to go with these brands that they were carrying elsewhere and the thing mm-hmm. is there's there's no price difference right. it's the same in san francisco as it is here but uh housing there costs like eighteen hundred dollars for a room exactly where where here it's like my mortgage is eight hundred dollars you'll exactly. spend 220 on a pair of denim <laughs> like, yeah, exactly um, but yeah it's 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 all about the people that are making it where it's made how it's made like not finding a note that says help me in your pocket like sewn into your pocket from china like like that's that kind of stuff happens (laughs) that's crazy that's insane yeah Um, like so many people have have moved to the 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 cheap method of buying clothing h&m and all that stuff and you really like the first step to understanding why our product is more expensive and all this product is more expensive is like thinking about where it came from the origin of that garment Mm -hmm. and that's like if it was made in America, it's gonna be expensive. It's we don't have the infrastructure we used to to create this clothing, and so for people to bring that back, there's processes. There's fifteen thousand dollars sewing machines. There's mm-hmm. well, insane. not to mention like I mean the the number one reasons most uh, companies go overseas or go to different states taxes. So yeah, that's probably a big factor in how much things cost as well because not only are you having to um, make something at a more difficult process you're also having to get paid a bunch of taxes to the united states government instead of them kind of relaxing those laws so that those companies can come back and produce things at a cheaper price too yeah and i kind of like and i don't want to get into politics because we're not like big on that unless we have somebody that's an expert in a politics in here but yeah but that's just way i feel spangle was here we'd figure this out yeah and i just i just hate the fact that you know we can't create things here because of the the cost of cost of doing it yeah doing business I, with the government i mean i get schooled all the time i had a guy come in the other day that is like an expert in vintage showing sewing machines just hanging out in indianapolis <laughs> and he he was he was schooling me on why um sewing machines aren't made in america anymore and like it, again it's all tied into politics mm-hmm. and uh tariffs and all of that like have that played a huge role after 
um, a war like we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I won't butcher it because it's it's <laughs> very in depth and like something I I would yeah. love to do more research on. I just know a lot of our clothing industry moved overseas. Yeah, definitely look it up on Google, like uh, sewing machines, why they're not made in America anymore. And yeah, you probably find it. And then, and then just in terms of like, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I had like a, I have a stutter now, guys. Um, <laughs> sorry, I don't no, usually, good. I don't usually <laughs> no, call you on that. No, I didn't see you last week. Did you <laughs> <Yeah. remember? laughs> um, do you have any good, like in, we haven't done uh, judgment day in a minute, right? So like in a couple weeks, so, um, we'll go ahead and get into that. We're going to play the little little thing we got for it, and then we'll get into some possibly some retail stories that you got that have been like. Some... <laughs> do you want me to explain the James Dant thing first before? Yeah, we do, oh, yeah, sure. do yeah, that. Yeah, do yeah. that first, and then we'll do Judgment Day. So yeah, the 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 name for the store. I was working on names for the longest time, um, and I finally just figured out that James Dant kind of sounded like James Dean, and that's a huge like callback for anybody who's from Indiana, Indiana in general, and people who love James Dean. And he looked like a and badass. He, yeah, he's an he's an iconic like blue jeans, yeah. white shirt. Like that's who he was. Rolled the, up the leather sleeves. jackets. Yeah. The, the motorcycle culture, all of that, like it just made sense that it, almost subconsciously people would hear James Dean when they yeah. heard James Dean. But luckily enough, it was actually my name. Yeah. And somehow, people across the country now, people that I work with vendor wise, um, people who've been to the store from elsewhere, got this notion that it's my grandpa's name. <laughs> and it's actually, it's not. It's my name and my dad's name. Yeah. I was named after him and born on the same day. So oh, it's a that's little bit crazy. Of, you were born on the same day as your dad? Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. It was a little bit of an homage like to him. Um, yeah. And I wanted to keep the family name in it too. Like we have ties to JW Dant Whiskey. Mm-hmm. So like I, I just like the last name yeah. Dant and I wanted to put my name on something that I was going to be. And I mean that, in that name of. in general, like I, I'm not like kind of blowing smoke up your ass, but it just sounds like a, a sound cool, cool. Yeah. like clothing company name, like James like, Dean. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like pretty, it's, it's awesome. Pretty rad ass, <laughs> rad ass, dude. Rad ass, dude. <laughs> you guys got any uh, like van sneakers over there, bro? <laughs> I've actually been thinking about carrying vans again. Are you wearing them today? <laughs> no, <laughs> they're clothes. They they look like it. Yeah, Jin just are those shoes for cruise? Shoes for cruise. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> are they? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. I have those same shoes. Really? <laughs> for those of you that you don't know, shoes for crews are non-slip shoes that a company that you can order shoes off of for work, and they're not shoes like. Is anytime you get like, <laughs> it's just, so it's that's called. what it's called. I don't know why it's making me laugh. Well, it's like anytime you go get non-slip shoes from Walmart, they are the ugliest shoes that I've yeah. ever oh, yeah. fucking seen yeah. in my entire and they life. Last, I used like, to have the two weeks. I used yeah. to have the Velcros. That's they, what I used uh, when I worked. They have at like B-dubs. paint on them. They like to peel off. Oh, yeah. That's like a whole uh, yeah. fucking thing. Like shoes that are built for dudes who are on concrete all day, they're always the ugliest shoes yeah. in the world. I'm like, come on, man. If you make a cool looking metatarsal. You know what a metatarsal is? <laughs> That's your toe, isn't it? Uh, a metatarsal boot, I think, is like when it covers the top of your foot. Oh, okay, it's like okay. a steel toe Got top you. of your foot as Got opposed you. to just yes, a steel I've seen toe. Those. Yeah, so And they weigh a lot. And they look like you look like you're like should be wearing like a meat cutting outfit with them on and like holding like a giant meat cleaver or something but anyway shoes for cruise is kind of cool because they sell shoes that look like vans they sell shoes that look like basketball shoes like but you're still compliant with the uh osha right yeah i don't know about osha yeah who cares that's safety right i don't don't think it's osha but you think it's like like machinery and stuff and like forklifts i mean osha's OSHA's in anything with safety okay well um (laughs) osha compliant yeah go ahead sorry um, I, I, you lost me with that. Um, 
Yeah, let's do. So <laughs> Judgment Day for listeners or viewers is a segment that we haven't done for a couple weeks. Basically, there's if there's something in your life that is pissing you off, or on the uh, flip side, if you have a good judgment for something, we've been uh, kind of doing that as well. So let's get into it. It's time for Judgment Day. This is the part of the podcast where Juice and Shane judge the notorious idiots that surround us all. It's important to note that one of the guys doing the judging once shot himself in the dick. It's the Juice in the Morning with Shane podcast. Who do we have today, guys? Listen, now. First of all, I never shot myself in the dick. I did not uh, cheddar bomb myself. Uh, we got to explain to all our guests. Like, no, he didn't actually shoot himself in the dick. But no, that uh, all programs are different loudness, too. That, like, blew my eardrums yeah, out. Yeah, it was so, loud. So I apologize for that. But uh, Ryan was wanting to start this off with his judgment this week. I want to hear it. All right. So um, last night, I'm a bartender. We had this uh, server. She's a little overweight. Um there was this table of like early 20 year old dudes, just a bunch of bros. And uh, I guess all night they were like laughing at her and she could tell like they were making fun of her because of her weight. And uh, she's carrying a tray of dirty dishes. And one of them, one of the dudes tripped her purposely. And I can't believe she fell. Somebody, I can't believe somebody the, didn't like I get know. that. Like, I'm like, she told me about it like after like the night, like right before she left. Yeah. And I was like, "You've got to be sh- shitting me right now." And if like, I was a man, my buddy was like, like "Oh yeah, fuck, oh out. for sure, and never yeah. come back." Yeah. And I was like, "If I would have known, I would have like thought of something I could do, like not like attack them, but like yeah. you know, just walk up to the table or something, carry like a glass of water or a tray of waters, and spill it on, and them. then like go to reach down and grab something from their table. <laughs> oh, oops, <laughs> oh sorry, and just walk away." That's sad that but we Jesus Christ. Yeah. Can I can't you believe, believe that? I cannot believe that somebody would do that to another human being. Yeah. I mean, I've been mean, like, but I was like 13 years old when I was mean, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's I, a grown ass man. <laughs> like, I don't think I've ever, and I don't, and I wouldn't ever do it to somebody Something in public. Something with a maturity level is not all there yeah. with the guys at Cheddar's in their 20s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Making fun of obese. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Dude? yeah. I don't understand. Well, that. I mean, I did. I went and saw the Four Horsemen last night, and there was a the, a big guy that was like st- like stood right in front of me. Yeah. And like I wasn't making fun of him, but I was like kind of joking with my friends, like because I was like kind of like this guy's right here. So now I'm like having to lean around to see what I was looking at earlier, and like people were laughing, and then he looked at me, and I was like, oh, I'm just like I'm joking, dude. dude I just you stood right in front of me. That was, was this all. Just in the mosh, <laughs> mosh pit. Yeah. And uh, the funny part about it was. People would start moshing like back and forth, and the uh, security guard would just like walk in. He was just like this giant of a man, and he would just like walk in, not moving or anything. And people would be like bouncing around, and they'd hit him. He wouldn't move, but they would like fall back, and then they would just like stop moshing, and then <laughs> then they'd start again. And he would just kind of lumber in there, like best security guard ever. Yeah, he doesn't even have to do anything. He just walks into the crowd, <laughs> just his presence. But yeah, like I mean that that. Uh, that kind of like treatment of other human beings is just, it's just, I can't even imagine that like being my friend. I would have like told him to get the fuck out of here. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So good, good judgment. 
Fuck those guys. Fuck those guys. And explain <laughs> to people what the Four Horsemen thing is. The Four Horsemen is a Metallica tribute band, and uh, they rock your face off. They're awesome. Uh, I mean, the, the, the negative that I had, which is just basically taste, and uh, when I grew up, because when I started listening to Metallica, it was kind of like the late 90s, early 2000s. <clears throat> These guys play strictly the early 80s through, like, the the latest song they may play is like 1990 so like they play all of the old stuff from master of puppets um i'm trying to figure out why i can't remember what the first album is but they teased me a couple times uh with hero of the day because that's one of my favorite metallica songs of all time the guitar player would play the riff and i'd be like yes and then he would the singer was like i don't know that fucking shit and then they would like start rocking out hardcore on something else did they play from whom the bell tolls yes they did and i lost it i actually did know that one so that's like one of my favorite that probably is my favorite metallica song they they did that they did but they were just they were really good there was a kid um that opened for them actually though that was like i want to say he was like 11 years old but he was just like wailing on the guitar and singing like ACDC 11 songs. 11 years old? Yeah, like he was wow. the opener. And he plays for a band here in Indianapolis called the Arachnids. And it's a bunch of kids that are like 10, 11 year old that are like heavy metal rockers. Like it's yeah. badass. It's so cool. And this kid was just so poised at being 11, like standing up on stage, talking to people. And like he was like even in the middle of the songs, he was like pointing at the ladies in the front row. And like I was like, oh, my God, look at this kid. Took a page out of the Yodel Kids. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my mom was like, that kid's got like girls from 10 years old, probably to 40 here. Dude, in this you can, right you can wail on a geet. Yeah. You know? And the, the funniest thing was the, the camera guy that was there taking pictures of him said he wasn't even the uh, guitarist in his own band. He was the drummer. Wow. <laughs> and that he plays like three or four different instruments in other bands, too. That's insane. It's just crazy to think. Like I, When I was 11 years old, I could barely dribble a basketball with my left hand. Let alone, <laughs> very, let alone play guitar. Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> People out there that know basketball, man, dribbling with the left hand. If you're right handed, it's hard as fuck. Yeah, I was. I, I don't play basketball because I travel and or uh, what's the other thing? Double, can, double dribble. I can just picture double. Shane with his Brazilian jiu jitsu background, like playing the wrestler, the wrestler style of basketball. When I used to play, I used to play like one on one with my buddies that were like wrestlers. Super aggressive. Super aggressive, like throwing you around, so like, like yeah, not like, ever dribbling the ball. Like doing it with my bo- <laughs> dropping bows on people. Yeah. <laughs> like really low stance because yeah. they're real flexible. Like, I was just like, I just slap the ground. I just get the ball and pass it. I was a really good like, uh, what's the help like when you help somebody get a basket? Assist, assist. That's I was all about the just passing the ball to everybody and helping them, and then they give it to me and they're like, shoot, and I'm like, no, No. (laughs) I don't want to. And I didn't want to move because I was like, I'll double dribble or travel, so I'm just gonna stay here and find somebody open. But yeah, the uh, the judgment I had was, I think it's a positive judgment. It is the. the fanny pack slides by Nike that they're getting ready to release. So the fanny packs making a uh, comeback and now they're putting them on sandals. So I think that's a good move. I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are. So like an athletic sandal that has the one strap that goes over the top of it. It just has a bag on it, which is resembles. uh, How big is the fanny pack? The, is it like the way a they zipper just, that just like the way, the way they described it is you could fit your keys and probably like uh, small items like maybe a phone charger or something like well, that. Well, do you remember those shoes that uh, they had the um, like the uh, they had a zipper on in a pocket? What were they called? I don't know. Do you, those. Anybody remember those? They were they had a uh, I bet Ryan they had, had a, a kangaroo on them. <laughs> they might have been called ruse. Mm. <laughs> oh, you got the ruse. <laughs> 
Hold on, I gotta go grab my ruse. That's totally uh, British. That's definitely British accent. You were going for Aussie though, were you? I was. It looks like a little tiny fanny pack. They're actually not that bad, dude. dude. I'm, I'm buying them. There's actually, <laughs> well, there's it, actually a GoFundMe out there on oh Facebook. So if you want to donate to the cause of getting me a pair of those. I'm Go just going to see you wearing those. Just for convenience, dude. <laughs> I mean, come on. Those, that's yeah, awesome. Nobody has pockets. You um, are going to lose. <laughs> so you lost no, clothes before. Shame, now you're going to lose so much else. All the shit that you stick in you're your clothes are going to lose. Yeah. You're telling me you have pockets on your Speedo. So when you go to the pool. <laughs> I'm more like. I know you probably I'm stick more, your money down your front. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I that bulge. You know how girls give like boot money to people? <laughs> I give sweaty ball money. <laughs> you go to a public pool and you're just like. <laughs> You're like, oh, how much for that hot dog? Oh, here, hold on. <laughs> Let me get a corn dog. And it's like, like <laughs> ring, ring it Let out. Let me get that all for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing pubes off your ball money. <laughs> but I do want to ask in, um, for you for some like retail stories that you can be good judgment, which I'm guessing there's probably not. A whole lot of those, I guess, but uh, oh, some man. the ones that probably stick out are probably more of the negative uh, retail, um, like people coming in and asking for obscure things and or people just doing weird shit in the store. I don't know if that's a thing, but yeah, I think the the main thing, like the 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 biggest like problem in small retail across the board is people just asking for discounts up front, like without doing anything, without knowing you, not knowing the store, anything about it, like emails and messages about stuff and it's like and they don't even know you yeah they like would you go into h&m and say hey can i have everything in the store 15 percent off no. no so why do people want to do it it's like there's there's memes all over the internet about like you're willing to spend 300 dollars on a pair of jordans but you can't support your friend that like opened a store for full price you expect a discount right. like right. so i mean that's one of the main ones like if if you walk into a store that you've never been into before ask for a discount you're a douchebag right. and you're supposed to be supporting local businesses and things that are like brought up here in indiana not asking for discounts and whatnot and yeah. uh, and it's kind of similar with like the bartending thing because i used to be friends with a lot of bartenders in muncie and they would be like one of the first things that pisses me off is when somebody asks for a free drink and they don't know me at all like because yeah. mm-hmm. they used to give us free drinks all the time but like i never asked i just was like hanging out with them i get that as a server a lot. well it's like people like <laughs> all make a small like mistake like oh i forgot your ranch like can i get a free beer then i'm like that's not yeah <laughs> those don't really equal so, out oh, you got me uh, you had, man you had to wait 15 seconds for your ranch man i better get you a free beer like, <laughs> i just want you to be like here's your ranch and throw it at him and just like splatter all over him dude I'm, i don't know if you, to you see probably that. know this but if a condo or we, i don't know what you call them we call them ramekins and or a monkey is the bigger Mon- one yeah ramekins. so if one of those things it hits the ground it goes <laughs> everywhere it's like a fucking bomb it goes yeah. like yeah. it like literally like, goes ding. out that's what you should have done next to the douchebags uh, like, yeah. yeah. Far in the hole. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's like, like a frag you're like of a, ranch. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever is in there. Thousand Island. Yeah. <laughs> you're in like a 10 foot radius. You're getting fucking. It might not be much. You're but, getting splattered. But if you're like right by your feet, it just goes like all the way up you. I don't know what it is about. Makes it like. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about that That's much true. longer. But <laughs> I just have always been amazed. Like as soon as I drop it, I'm like, fuck. I know. Like I'm. I, it's going to be everywhere. It's yeah. like putting a spoon under the water spigot. Exactly. Like, oh. Exactly. 
exactly. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So, example. So we've talked about this on the podcast before of stuff that I continue to do and I don't learn from it. Yeah. I'm the spoon, the spoon under, the, under the faucet yeah. I, with peanut butter on it. I'm like, this is going to work this time. <laughs> no, it never does. And literally, I'll all, get the angle right this time. <laughs> literally, all the peanut butter fucking stays on the spoon. And all that happened was you got soaked. <laughs> Oh, I wonder how it's gonna go this I time. I have like a little the little spray nozzle on my sink or whatever, and like when you let go of the lever, it continues to spray for like ten seconds. Oh, okay. I'm not sure why it does that. That's weird. That's I'm do so that. stupid. Every single time I use it, I put it back <laughs> as it's still spraying, and it's like, <laughs> like it's spraying the front of me, and I never learn from that. It's a that's, perfect example of just not good. learning from that you continue to do. Because the other one that I do, and I've talked about on the podcast before, is I always put my keys in the pocket. Like if I'm carrying a bunch of stuff, to, if I'm carrying of, yeah. a bunch of stuff to the car, I always put my keys <laughs> in the pocket that I need to reach yeah. for. That I can't because I have all my shit in that hand. Yep. So I have yeah. to like try to reach over. And I'm like, how have I not have learned? You try to get the back pocket where you try to get this hand, your right hand, in your left back pocket. You're like, Ooh. Yeah. And you're like, you just know your neighbors are watching you. There's yeah. like, Look at this idiot over here. It's always me hold, holding my three year old and then like, got the keys around here somewhere. Look how far we've evolved. So if I had that fanny pack on my shoe, there I could you go. Just pull you just it kick right it right up, up there. Yeah. Uh, Flip it up into my hand. And be like, <laughs> and you'd look rad ass dude um, so we're gonna judge the dudes tripping the uh the waitress we're gonna judge the uh the sandals is it a consensus that they're a cool idea or no i'm gonna pass okay well i think you with you with uh and i'm i don't know him that well i don't know tommy that well but i'm gonna say he's gonna pass as well i don't know are you uh, yeah. i don't know <laughs> You're so gonna have these in your store next week, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna say it's a draw. It's a draw, right off the shelves. The so. judgment's a draw. We're gonna have to take it back to the uh, what's where they go back and deliberate. That's the drawing, what they're gonna do. The drawing board. I don't know. No, they're gonna go to back to deliberate. Shane, do you have a judgment day for this week? Um, yeah, I went to a wedding last night. I don't know if this is really good or bad, but I felt really bad for the DJ. Oh, okay. And you know, elaborate. You always want to take care of your DJ because he's li- literally giving you you know ninety percent of the fun that you're having and playing all these. Rat ass beats, <laughs> giving and, you the gift of music. Yeah, the, the, nothing like the gift of music. <laughs> but anyways, we had this tent, and like it got like it was fine when it was uh, still light outside. But he was outside of the tent and like by the tree line, and it got dark, and he was just standing in the dark. <laughs> and we're all under this tent, like with lights and the music and all this stuff, and he's just. Over there with like headphones, like we have on, like doing the little like, like taking them on half off, okay. half on, like doing the little like. I don't know what that helps. Like I, I can't I figure know. it out. I don't know either. Maybe like a, a popular DJ did it one time, and then everybody else thought they should do it. And then, but it actually but does I nothing. just felt bad because he was standing in the dark. Like you couldn't even see him. All you could see was like the little bit of light coming from the board. And then I'm just like, why is he not in here with us? And like, and or like, we're not contributing to like asking him for stuff. Is we're just acting like this guy isn't here. It's like a new DJ gimmick, like kind of like where uh, Dead Mouse or where's that big hat? Like yeah. he just is always in the yeah. dark and nobody sees him. And then I felt really bad because his car died. Oh and then I had God. to. I went around this like we were on like a four acre like farm type thing, and I went like all around asking people for um, jumper cables and went and got my car and drove it up into the grass to his like DJ booth. It was just a strange ordeal, but I just felt bad for the guy because he spent his whole night in the dark <laughs> like helping us all have fun and then we're just like 
his car fucking dies and he's just that standing he just out in the dark him, and shit. He's lost himself. So I'm not sure. Music. I guess I just yeah. want to judge whoever at that wedding just decided to have that guy, you know, basically standing in the tree. Like he's probably getting mosquitoes because he's like right oh, on the yeah. tree line. He has like little spiders coming down him and like you know <laughs> he gets drug <laughs> off into the woods. <laughs> you just hear like <laughs> you know the you know the sound the the, the the one you stop the keyboard real fast and goes. <laughs> 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 Turn the music back on. What the fuck? They're just like, and then somebody just goes over there and hits play, and yeah. they like go back. <laughs> but I just thought I felt bad for the dude. But he yeah. was super nice, and I don't know. That's just kind of my judgment. Whoever decided to like put him in the get corner. a longer extension cord. That's probably what it was. I don't know. It's like, like he could have. It just would have been so easy to just like put move move his table up this little bit more forward and we've just been like and he could like he, we like because they would play a cool song and we'd be like we didn't know who to thank you're like oh there's no dj but he was like out in the dark so you just had to kind of like point to the darkness he did yeah. any i think of, the problem was they had too long of an extension cord <laughs> 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 they like tried to get his ass out from the wood he's on the mean, wall and he's on the other side yeah they're like all right how far can we get this guy away from the party <laughs> we we had, they actually just needed an ipod and put it on shuffle and maybe they thought fine. he was creepy looking and they're like we gotta yeah. get him somewhere let's like, get him out of here can you wear a mask no okay we'll put you out by the yeah. <laughs> Marshmallow with a big giant yeah. helmet on. Or Dead Mouse, I yep. guess, would be the one. There's like so many of those, too. And uh, what's the two robot dudes? Uh, anyways. <laughs> um, I know you kind of talked about people coming in and asking for a discount, but do you ever have anybody? I know in Irvington it can be kind of, um, I know that like strip right there is super nice and like cultural and everything's kind of coming to that because you got like Black Acre and, and some other, uh, some other nice establishments. The restaurants, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So do you ever have like kind of um, people from a few streets over? more in the, the, the hairier part of town <laughs> make their way to the street and, and and I know for a fact that a lot of times you have your just your front door open. Yeah. So do you ever have any yeah, kind that of weird in, that situations? The, yeah. I mean that's the best part about Irvington. Like that's why the Halloween fest is so great. And yeah. We're known for it is because it's so it's sketchy. Like there's yeah. there's weird people all mm. around and that's kind of what makes it what it is. For sure, yeah. Um but yeah we when we open the door in the summer, like spring fall, we we get some craziness and like we've had theft here and there like for being a, a small shop out on like the fringes of Indianapolis yeah we don't get the traffic to to have like teenage girls stealing earrings like things like that yeah um so when someone hits us like someone stole $600 worth of denim from us. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, Jesus. Judge that asshole. Is it, th- um, is it two pairs of jeans? Yeah, two pairs of jeans. I was like, I, I, we've, and the thing is, we're batting 100. Like, we've, we've caught, or batting 1,000, is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, batting, batting 1,000. Batting we've, we've, I was saying you're batting 100. Batting 100, really bad. <laughs> batting 1,000, we've caught everyone who's stolen from us. Yeah, like, nice. Awesome. They, like, picked someone up at the steer in the other day that stole some gloves from us. Like, so we, we do a really good job, and it's like, you think they'd eventually, like, talk to each other and know that we have the best damn HD cameras in the city. Right. Yeah. Um, do you work with Martin Riggs? I mean, no. how do you... How do you how do you catch them? How do you know? That oh, they, so I it so it's it's that's a lethal is, that's a lethal Mark. weapon reference. Oh, that's, what, that's what I was like that, that threw me off, and just I should I should have known. Caught it. Just <laughs> see, right I thought of it. I thought of it right when you said Riggs, but I was like, he's not. Is he talking about a? Is he talking about a real <laughs> real cop or? 
Because he's the crazy one who runs after everybody <laughs> catches them. Yeah. I'm too old for this, Riggs. Well, if anyone's listening, hopefully they found that funny. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not with the Lethal Weapon fans. <laughs> All I, can I, love, I love the movies. All I can remember is Mel Gibson, like, contemplating suicide in his, like, trailer or whatever he's in. And he's like, has a gun in his mouth and he's being, like, real. Like, oh, yeah. That's, like, the very and first. And then you have, like, the first, first Eric, Clap- Eric Clapton's, like, guitar solos. There's some like sax in there too, like yeah, that was more of a that was more of a horn. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Not a sax. Anyways, sorry, sorry, man. So how do you how do you how do you catch them? Like just the HD cameras, and you see them clearly walk out with your shit. Typically, like when someone comes in that's gonna steal some shit from you, you can tell. Like Mm -hmm. when they're asking about three hundred dollar denim, and they have no idea what it is, and they scoff at your prices. They all have like little routines, especially the ones that are like trained in it. So we we go back and get footage typically afterwards. We've never caught anyone in the act, which is kind of shitty, but they wind up going to jail for it. So I guess that's a little bit of right. um, vengeance. Well, they deserve it. Yeah, and so <laughs> so we, worse than we get the pictures down, and I have to do basically the detective work myself. Like the, the Indianapolis police have a lot more to deal with than theft. Right. Like there are people shooting each other all the time. So yeah. When I send them something, they're like, hey, if you have evidence or a name or whatever, let us know. We may have some pictures that we bring in and show to you, and you can get them. But every time I've posted the picture on Facebook, and the first time we did it, the first time someone stole something major from us, we had 70,000 hits on it. That's insane. And the funniest part of that is, like, I post cool shit all the time, and I've never gotten 70,000 hits before. (laughs) But, like, somebody steals from you, and the entire city jumps on it. Have you ever seen those posts that people do on Facebook? Like, make this asshole famous yeah. and it's like somebody yeah. that did something fucked people up are probably. very like vengeance oh, yeah. driven like, especially when it comes to social media they're like oh I get to find somebody I don't have to really do shit except <laughs> like know this guy you know what yeah. I mean like help out with this and then people love that and is and you so you are on Facebook and all that stuff so mm-hmm. is it how do they find it on there like if anybody's listening or watching yeah or so Facebook's pretty easy you just type in James Dan yeah. pop up but I think the the backs or forward slash for that is James Dan men's clothing. Mm-hmm. They won't let you change it after you set it up. Yeah, I, I set that up I way early, it, yeah. which is yeah. nonsense. Um, Instagram is James Dan underscore store for men. Nice. And then we have Twitter. We're not on there as often, mm-hmm. but um, Twitter and all the other ones. Basically, if you go to Google, like he's got it pulled up right now, we have an in-store view and all nice. that shit that'll yeah. direct you everywhere. That's We've awesome. got it all linked. Can Hell we yeah. put uh, a URL to his Yeah, we'll put that on, we'll put that on, on Facebook. On, yeah, it's online James Dan if you Google it, but yeah, we can... I was searching through it, and I wish I had seen some of these Indy 500 shirts before Indy 5. He's got some really got cool. Yeah, that one's Indy 500. I, I, I really like the yeah. There's a baseball sleeve. That's the one I want. I got that shirt. one for my mom. The Raglan. Um, yeah. yeah, I came in and got one for myself, which was like the T-shirt with the red and blue on it, mm-hmm. and then it was like a like a heather gray almost. And yeah. then I got for my mom probably the one that the, the Raglan that you're showing mm-hmm. him right now. Yeah. And that's when I initially came in and talked to you about being on the... And then yesterday I was going to a wedding, and that kind of explains the shirt. I, yes, I'm wearing the shirt I wore to the wedding yesterday. Yep. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, it's $85. I'll wear it whatever the fuck I want. Uh, but it's basically like a really... I think Hawaiian shirts are coming back, dude. I think it's oh, happening. Yeah. yeah, they're coming back. Activity shirts. Activity shirts. That's what they're called. Um, I had some old guy come up to me last night like, Tommy Bahama. And I'm like, oh. it's like, don't ever fucking say that to me again. <laughs> it's like uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall where that old man, he's like, he's like, Ugh. <laughs> he's just like fuck. Uh, but they had so many cool ones in there. It was hard to choose from which one I wanted to get. But yeah. There's like a bunch of these like floral ones in there. I'm florals are fucking. I mean, 
spring like yeah. florals always well, blow out of it the was water. either that or because because it was so hot to wear a tie yesterday it was inside i was gonna wear a suit but i have a floral tie as well nice. those are in Ooh. and i uh I, i've been rocking that but it was way too hot for that yesterday and i felt so good about wearing this yesterday because everybody else was so fucking hot and sweaty mm-hmm. and like dying and i was like dancing and felt good it was cool. out. yeah i was mm-hmm. i was good i don't know what it is we should judge outside weddings in may too what oh god yeah. <laughs> sorry if anyone here got married today outside it's like anybody like, want to go to hell today yeah <laughs> well actually we got married in october and uh it was like six degrees outside or something oh, shit. really and we because well, yeah. we planned it we planned it for october 17th and the year before october 17th was like 72 degrees mm-hmm. the weekend before our wedding was 70 our wedding got there and it was literally like 30 degrees outside i'm judging people that have barn uh weddings in like june july may mm-hmm. because it's like what about august though here in indiana like i went yeah, i went august, to a, I went to dude, a wedding like, that i was in in august and it was outside full tuxedo like i get that i okay i have sweat running down yeah. into the crack of my ass yes. from the top of my neck <laughs> i get i get like having the, the actual wedding outside and then going inside but when you're like at a barn wedding it's like Oh, let's be really hot out here in the fucking sun, and then go into like an even more hotter, like closed in thing where we're all sitting here hot it's as like fuck. Like a greenhouse with no with insulation, those. so they can't put AC. <laughs> no, in and they're like, like they got they got a ping pong table. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. I just want to get like, where's the AC? At? Like, where's the fan? Yeah, I was at a barn wedding last week, and they had AC in the bathroom. So like, <laughs> I peed bath. like thirty times. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> you're breaking the seal again and again. And again. <laughs> Um, I, I've, I lost where we were at. I'm sorry. That's okay. We got lots and lots to talk to, yeah. to talk about. Um, I kind of want to talk about this little fine skateboard we have here on the wall. We finally got it up on the wall. It looks dope. Um, Mark has been just you know killing it with all the uh, just with everything lately. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He's if a he's, social media darling. <laughs> yeah, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you wanted to call it a meme, but he has this really funny video that we posted on our. Um, everything Facebook account page, yeah. yeah instagram account yeah. and um basically it's him with uh dave matthews um i'm not even what's that song called um yeah crash? anyways no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just saying random it's not crashing to me or whatever it's, it's not crash. anyways <laughs> all dave matthews songs are the same. Third, yeah they all sound yeah you know the one with the fiddle okay it's that one now everyone knows what fucking song it is but anyways he like cracks a beer at the perfect time he's sitting in a kayak yeah i always get kayak canoe mixed up i had to make sure i was right um and it's just a hilarious i don't know if it's a meme it's, but it's the it's the video of the summer is i reshared I, I it on the page it. so yeah. just if you're listening look, and look not at the page only that right there. did we find we finally got our well, we had the skateboard it just took me a while to bring it over here but uh this is our dilemma skateboard you can see in the live feed and um this is mark's um art that's on it and it's, it's not ants marching is it it is. Yeah. Hey, it is. Hey, can you uh, shut up? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get Mark. I just here. had to find it. Just had to find it. <laughs> I hate to tell you to shut up on your own podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. That, don't worry. The song's probably going to start here in about two seconds. Okay. So Anyways, I'm going to hear him say it. Mark, <laughs> Mark's skateboard is up. His graphics on there. It's forever going to be here now, and everyone can see it in the live feed from now on. And we've got it up, and we appreciate um, the dude from Dilemma Skateboards and Mark's amazing artwork. And we're glad to have it up there and promote anything and everything that dude does because 
I would say about 99.8% of everything he does is hilarious and yeah, or really um, amazing, like whether it be his art. <clears throat> One of the pictures he just posted on Instagram reminded me of a movie I just watched on uh, Netflix called Annihilation. And it's like a, a naked chick with like a tree growing out of yeah. her out of her like neck. It's pretty cool. And he said, I didn't understand the, the caption because it said um, like lunch doodle turned ink or something like yeah, that. I didn't really I think I think he was like the way he described it, at least in my mind, was he was probably like doodling on something and then actually painted it or like put it on. Oh okay. On so something. he like had it like a little rough draft and yeah. then put it into it. That's like, that's what I thought. But hey would, Mark, let us know if that's what it was or not. No, that makes sense actually now that you say it. Um yeah, so shout out to Mark for always giving us all the good stuff, man. Yeah, and uh just uh, Facebook, let us know if that is crooked or not, because I think it looks straight up and down. Promise you didn't put it up two minutes before. We went <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, it might even be. Did we start? We didn't start the live feed yet, but we were like putting it up as we were yeah, getting ready. Like we had him come on, and we're like, "Hey, just wait a minute while we yeah, hang shit on the walls, <laughs> decorate." Why does this say sob? I didn't write that. Did you? Oh no, you definitely wrote that. Oh. I did not. So write that. no, it's solo. Oh yeah, so that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Did you go see a movie? Like yeah, that? so <laughs> that's a really good transition. I like that. So uh, no, I went uh, last weekend. We went and saw um, Solo. It's the the new Star Wars movie. Um, unfortunately, I feel like Disney is just fucking the death out of that franchise. Like they're just they got putting make- movie after movie out using the using the. Uh, intellectual property well they got to make back their four billion dollars they spent on buying right the rights to star wars by having all these like, the, like and, but, and the standalone movies are good though like i'm gonna i'll, I'll go out on a limb and say that um rogue one was like that was hands down one of my favorites that's my favorite star wars movies since they started making star wars movies again a lot of people like the the, the actual main story like return of the or the last jedi and stuff like that I know it's super nerdy, but I just I loved Rogue you mean, One. Everyone gives at, me shit about that. I loved Rogue One. I I that's my favorite movie ever from it, Star oh, Wars. Wow. That's our series. Awesome. People give me shit. They're you like, mean episode one. You knew not what your favorite? <laughs> With uh, Anakin yeah. Skywalker and those Jar Jar Binks. Nisa Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> the worst wow. character to ever exist. But did you uh, have you seen? I don't those? know. That's debatable. There's, there's a theory. There's a theory that Jar Jar was actually a Sith Lord, and like yeah. if you look yeah. it up, there's I like all kinds that. of descriptions of why that's then, the case. What about the one? That would have been the easiest cop out for Lucas ever. And he didn't take it. <laughs> I know. Like, he didn't fucking. He wasn't like, yeah, that's what I meant to do. Exactly. They could have. <laughs> I wonder if, like, the first time he saw Jar Jar being saw on the screen, was he like, fuck. Like, Misa. Like, just that <laughs> fucking crazy, like, bah. Like, there's yeah, a, his head's always bobbing around and yeah. shit. Like, there's a video of them, like, discussing the movies. They do, like, a private screening in yeah. this, in this th- the home theater. And they stop halfway through and they, like, I don't know the exact quote of it but like he was like we what do we do like we gotta do something about this like and there was such a weird like he lived in that underwater like yeah, the underwater to city the, the globe or yeah i don't know it was fucking weird but uh but yeah so solo <clears throat> my my suggestion is still go see it if you're a fan of star wars movies because it is entertaining um it's fun to watch it's cool to see you know the the solo uh what is it the the pre-story to figuring out like how he got to where he got um, I wanted to see more of because um, 
the whole theory or the whole like story behind Han Solo is he was a he was a member of the Imperial Army at one point. Um, they kind of just like really go through that really fast, and like I kind of wanted to see more of like his training and stuff like his that. His origin story yeah. a little more. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know it's still an origin story, but they just kind of like just kind of gloss over that really. Am quickly. I mistaken, or is there a scene where like Chewbacca like kisses a girl Chewbacca or something like that? Or there's yeah. in the trailer. There's yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't remember that. That's kind of like weird to me. He's like, and I. I don't want to ruin it, so I'm not gonna say anything about it. She hot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she had hair, hair in all the right places. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and, and then, then the Boba Fett's come. They they announced that they're gonna make a Boba Fett movie. See, I just hope they don't ruin that because yeah. what, once what there's I, so much there. What like, I want to put out there is the the solo movie. The guy that played Han Solo. I don't even know what his name is. Um, I think that he played a poor Han Solo and Donald Glover played an awesome Lando Calrissian. Like it was just like, he yeah. was the coolest character in the whole movie. Hopefully what about, uh, the, the game of Thrones? Um, Oh yeah. Uh, the, the what's her name? Khaleesi. Yeah. yeah Khaleesi. What about Khaleesi? Um, <laughs> <laughs> was her performance pretty good? Yeah. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I didn't even tie that together. Is it weird? It was. Dude, I watched her. In That's this. crazy. Cause she does like a really good job of, making me not think that she was like just a, like yeah. reenacting the the stuff from Game of Thrones like yeah, I didn't even I, really notice it was her so it was strange to me because I saw her in this movie it was weird like me and my girlfriend watched this movie where this guy's like in a wheelchair and he's like paralyzed from like the neck down and she's like his caregiver and they fall in love and all this stuff and it was so fucking weird seeing like her go from like queen of dragons to like this nerdy girl that's taking care of was this was that the Stephen Hawking movie no but okay. it's kind of similar to that but yeah. this guy's like this really like I don't know, awesome person, and then he gets hurt, and then he's like oh, okay. super sad that he's not. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But the, <laughs> the point was that like it's weird seeing her yeah. play another part, and she played this like real dorky, like not very sure of herself. And then in the Game of Thrones, she's like very the like badass. yeah, like I fucking know exactly what she I has want. like sixteen names. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus, Chainbreaker is yeah. a part of it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Bo- Solo so was good. Boba Fett will be. I think if they do it right, it'll be super awesome. And if they get the right person to play it that has a little more acting skills than the guy that played Solo. Yeah. And somebody said that uh, Lando should have his own movie. I don't think he can stand alone with his own movie because of how quirky and weird his character is in the in the movie. But it would be nice to see him in more things. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As, uh Lando as Lando, yeah. yeah, they're they're gonna do a shared universe because that's what everybody's doing. Yeah, like I said, they got to make their money back at some point. So, yeah. Um, Ryan, you want to talk about the five hundred because you were the only one of us to actually go to that. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? Oh man, I went to Carb Day. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there <laughs> we you? go. Yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, so I the this is the third time that I camped out yeah. all three days. Oh shit! Well, not all three days. I went sounds exhausting. Friday got there Friday morning. Like I, my plan was to like Uber over there. I live really close to the track. I mm-hmm. like it's a fifteen minute Uber ride. Mm-hmm. So that was my plan. And my roommate, who was there, he stayed there the night before, and they got the camp On set Thursday. up. Thursday. Yeah, he came at like nine, just loud as hell. Like had already been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> 
like banging on my door. He's like, wake up. I'm taking you to the campsite. I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. And then I'm like, I'm not even ready for this. I had, like, had to pack up my stuff real quick. And then once I was up, I was up. I'm ready to go. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. That's the so, worst when people are like, hey, come. Like I'm like, I can't come to the party until I get off of work or I can't do it. And, and they're like, come they're later. Rushing. And I'm like, fuck no, I'm not coming later because all of you guys are going to be trash. And I'm yeah. going to be super annoyed by how trashed you yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, for real. But, yeah, I mean. Friday was fun. Um, just drank too much beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, for how hot it was, and uh, I tried to I tried to be responsible. I got a lot of bottled water, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> had like one one hand bottled water, one hand can of Miller Lite. Did, you, did was, you see any crazy shit? Like anything weird happen? Um, no, <laughs> not really. Something weird well, happened with Ryan. He was trying to do a flip on something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I did, I did a. Uh, um, Somersault, gainer, some, yeah, would be gainer would be backwards. Somersault, somersault onto a girl, doing like some uh, stripper moves. It yeah. could have been so bad too. Like you could have straight kicked her in the face. I know. <laughs> Somehow you, but should, I did. Could have gotten CT. So. I almost did. I actually did that move five times to the same girl. <laughs> Shout out to Caitlin out there. <laughs> also, I bet at the like the fifth time she's like, all right, she fucking was, get it. Okay. Sport. Yeah. So she could see it coming. She well, no, I so I didn't want to do it five times i did it and then people were like around our camp spot someone again. would see it and they'd be like no that was all do it again <laughs> she's got like bruised hips yeah i can't yeah. believe that you successfully did it five times without knocking her out so yeah. is there a video of this somewhere <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> we'll, we'll, show we'll show it to you <laughs> but uh yeah so then friday, friday was cool went to the uh carb day concert and who was the Who's the band? Blues Traveler, which oh, I love. Blues I Traveler, Blues Traveler and Train, but no, because it was hot as hell, and there was a it's bunch of people you could barely hear. It's hard to I see in you wonder if I'll. Yeah. yeah so that. <laughs> Sorry, I had Dick. Wait, thought, that's not, the guy with the. That's, that's, that's not even Blues Traveler. Either. It's not. Who's that? Uh, it's similar though. I would give you that. What's the? Got that's the harmonicas, that's a, right? Yeah, he used to be really fat. That's a song from Flipper. That you're singing. Remember, remember Flipper. Oh, classic. I mean, I mean yeah, that's about dolphin, right? Yeah. I mean, that's you know about exactly all I Yeah. But that's the theme song that. I'm that more movie. of a Shamu fan. But it was as if <laughs> it was as if they just put a speaker down and played like Blues Traveler live set and like put a mic like five feet away from the <laughs> sound quality. You could was barely, terrible. It was really barely, bad. right? You could barely hear it. I'm like, uh, is, are they playing Hook yet? Like, <laughs> but you could barely hear it. It was just like, all right, what the hell are we doing here? And then. They were done. We're like, all right, we'll wait for train. And it's fucking hot. It was yeah. like 95 out and like a huge crowd. And train's and like, like, train, you know, had the whole uh, Blues Traveler set. I don't know what goes into this, so I don't want to be too judgmental. Right. But, I mean, c- hurry up. Like, it's, this isn't, we're not at, <laughs> well, we're not at yeah. Verizon. At, I, in, I, I in only speak for myself, October. but I'm not a huge fan of train. And I yeah, I didn't Everyone was just waiting we, we for bounced. drops of Jupiter anyway. I was going to say, when, yeah. when you said wait for train, I was like, said no one ever. Yeah. No, I know. I See, and that's what I was, I was like, dude, fuck this. Like, I'm, 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 I'm I don't even care about trains. So but we bought the tickets like, and we're like, all right, you know, if they play like their two hits, like it'll be cool. It'll I be know fun. Blues Traveler, and I really want to know what song I'm thinking of. If that one wasn't right, I know like it has like harmonic in it for uh, sure. Run around, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. That one. <laughs> but anyways, all right, Shane. I don't know what that. Hey one. Shane, uh, right. just stop interrupting me, please. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> hey, anyways, uh, so. Uh, so yeah, so we left, and because uh, it it was like thirty minutes later, they didn't come out. Right. So we're like, what are you waiting on? So we walked back, drank more, 
Um, and then uh, I can tell you what happened at the train concert. It was. Did a you bunch stay? Of, yeah. So how long did it take? An hour forty five minutes from <sighs> the third album to come out. I don't know. Yeah, but wait. they covered they like covered Led Zeppelin songs, which was really strange because he actually That's like a, that is strange. His voice is very good for that yeah. like he he could have done an entire led zeppelin concert that's it would cool. been better than the train concert oh. um but <laughs> yeah. that and then they covered something else at the end and then played drops of jupiter and like left and everyone was like okay let's go all like, right we're done <laughs> let's get out of here yeah. that's annoying it's pretty i mean sick. you kind of got to plan that out well it's 95 degrees outside everybody's <laughs> intoxicated people are probably dying in porta bodies right now yeah maybe we should hustle out there let's to the wait stage. for an hour and a half yeah i love like, it they're, they're just saying like, like you're not that big of a band like <laughs> they're like they're like oh dude you're waiting up dude they're ready for it bro but let's make them wait another 30 minutes and it's not like they're rather like try, try yeah like, dude it's like dude like, look at that crowd they're here for us like yeah because you're the only fucking option like, <laughs> no one chose you and their game plan i think they know that they suck because their game plan was like let's play a bunch of songs for another band yeah and we're the only thing that we're known for and then get the fuck out of here let's cover one of the most legendary rock and roll bands <laughs> let's get our two thousand dollars and get out of here well yeah. since it was so hot do you think they were just chilling on their air conditioned bus or something like they were maybe they're, they're contemplating they're like, they're like yeah. dude like, we could just hot. leave <laughs> we could definitely hot. leave it's right their now. breaking point they're like i don't know if i can fucking do this anymore <laughs> yeah. if i have to sing drops of jupiter yeah. one more time they one waited for God blues traveler to come time. back blues traveler's like fucking tough crowd probably no one's listening to us most people have their backs turned dude don't go i don't understand why they book those kind of bands is that all they can get because like they'll do i think so um what's that that not like their budget can be light like it's the fucking the race right right? exactly but like when they have like at military park they have whatever it's like meat fest or whatever the they always have like candle box and shit i've never heard of and like random you haven't ever heard of it i have for sure but it's like yeah you're fucking full of yourself. Dude, Shane's a nerd. <laughs> All right, train. I like train too. No big deal. Really? They have the song with the mandolin. Like they got up and he had to plan his little. That sounds cool. Sorry, it, sorry, it wasn't Maroon Five this year. It's, it's, it's not cool. I'll it's be cool. honest with you. I like Maroon Five better than every band you just said. <laughs> so if that's Blues Travelers is the shit though. <clears throat> they I like are them. cool. Yeah, yeah, if I can remember their song, it's not yeah, sing yeah. something else. If we could hear them, when that's true. Playing, like, that's definitely like really it's definitely like a band thing too. Like their equipment maybe was not set up right or something. But anyway, so how did how Saturday go? Uh, a lot of the same. Same. Just debauchery and sin. <laughs> There's no like thing to go debauchery. to on Saturday though, so you're kind of just like yeah, yeah. I mean, we flux. went to the Sam Smith concert. Oh, there was a concert. Or not Sam Smith. <laughs> it wasn't Sam Smith. It was Sam Hunt. There you go. Yeah. Can you imagine the people in George trying to listen to, listen to Sam Smith? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I think uh, it would have been better than to Sam be honest. Hunt. I don't know who Sam Smith is. I think it's uh, it's uh, the guy that. Uh, it's country, the, country singer, right? Well, Sam Hunt is the no. country singer. Sam right? Hunt's country singer. Do you know Mike Hunt? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm five. <laughs> um, cock- cockroach milk. <laughs> I want to talk about someone at the this wedding. This is something you definitely don't want to drink while you're at the 8500. No, milk was a bad choice. Um, <laughs> someone brought up this to me last night at the wedding and said that we should talk about it on the um, podcast, which is funny. But there's this thing out now. It's called cockroach milk. And it's actually milk from a cockroach. Um, it's it's a, not like the pulp of the cockroach. It's no. 
How do you actual, know a, a certain cockroach. kind? Do they have nipples? Well, let me explain it to you. Stop interrupting me. Yeah, let me play Shane real quick. Cockroach milk may hey, become the next superfood. Cockroach milk is sourced from the Pacific beetle cockroach, a type of roach that gives birth to live offspring and produces milk, which it feeds to its embryos through a brood sac. A brood sac. Oh, God. Essentially a cockroach womb. Oh, God. Let's just say words so I don't milk like to talk about. Sack. Can you milk me, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, fucker. <laughs> I have nipples. From cricket-coated donuts to insect-laced ice cream, we thought we'd heard it all, but study has found that cockroach milk could be good for you, containing three times as much energy as dairy milk and packed with essential amino acids. Don't give a fuck. That's right. Put down the soy milk, matcha tea, and pour away the... Turmeric, okay, what does it matter? Um, Turmeric. But, but let's be let's be honest. So you guys drinking uh, cockroach no. milk? Would you all try? Out. Would you uh, try it? Not at all. Fuck no. I would try it. I mean, I guess if I was like, there was a, I don't know if it was like, hey, you know, give you five bucks. Yeah, you try like this. a dare. I would try it. I wouldn't be like, mm. <laughs> I, I need to get some, some of this cockroach milk. <laughs> it's not going to be part of my diet. No, the, uh, yeah. the the tweets and the comments are kind of funny about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm tired of eating my grasshoppers dry and crispy. <laughs> Pour over a little cockroach milk, though, and yum. (laughs) There was one talking about little tiny hands, which I liked. (laughs) Little tiny hands. Because you have to, like, to be able to source it. Oh, like. They were talking about, well, they were talking about that to source it, it takes, like, scientists, like, like it's an extremely, like, difficult process because you're, like, sitting there, like, kind of removing this sack from a cockroach. And, like, to get, like, I think 100 grams, you have to, like, it's, like, almost 100,000 cockroaches or something like that just to get, like, a very small amount. Somebody, so no matter what, if you want to talk about something that's expensive for yeah. the amount of work that you put in, Milking that's just going to cost a lot. I don't know. I just thought it was super interesting to talk about because I didn't know that this was a thing. There's too much that's a thing. And now. Very specific. There's always a thing. <laughs> there was a, just like, hey, you know what you should talk on your podcast? Yeah. Cockroach milk. Yeah. And I was like, well, now. And then I just immediately drunk texted you. I was like, did you see how wrong it was? I was like, look at this. Like, it was just. <laughs> but, anyways, what else we got, fellas? I don't, I don't think I have too much more on here. Shane said, no, you said cockroach milk, and you put a little milk, like a milk glass emoji. <laughs> but then look at the one that How long did it take you, you to find what? the milk glass emoji? I, and I put t- If you type in milk, it comes up next to it. He oh, said, he yeah. said, we need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and then the one after that is wrong, too. Yeah, look, look it about it. <laughs> he says, LOL, look it up. Yeah, I finally got like more sober. <laughs> so it's like five messages. Yeah, we'll go through, like, and then I sobered up a little. I go laugh out loud because I laughed at what I had typed and was like, look it up. Cockroach milk, we need to talk about. Look at it about it. <laughs> <laughs> LOL, look it up. Also, I want to talk about that night that we went to Top Golf and we were down there drunk as shit. I texted you and was just like, podcast tomorrow <laughs> you're like what it's like two o'clock in the morning it was but i get like so amped up when i'm drunk talking about the podcast that i was like yeah let's fuck like let's get this thing because we were talking about like well there's things we're gonna do to make it better and then i'm like i'll fucking get him on tomorrow because it was like a saturday and he just take like it was like disregard disregard, <laughs> disregard the text. um no i also saw something the first time ever last night a drag show Oh, Never wow. seen that before in my life. I've been to one so back when Talon merged with the Metallica cover band. <laughs> no, it should have been though. That. Just like dudes with fake boots and tassels. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'd just never been to that. So like, also at the same time, like I saw people like throwing dollars, almost like a strip club, and I was like, 
man, I need to go get some ones or something just because I was like, I didn't mean if I'm going to be in that situation and I'm intoxicated, maybe even if I'm not intoxicated, I just want to be all in on whatever's going on. So like I was like down to like throw a dollar out there. But uh, the bar was so busy that they couldn't get me my dollars. So we just ended up <laughs> drinking. But yeah. I went to Talbot Street back when it was open. It's a gay bar. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. It's on I've Talbot Street. Um, they closed it down. But when, when I went there, I went with like a buddy from work who's gay and a, a big group of people from work. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, whatever. I'm like, I'm pretty open minded or whatever. So I go there and they had a drag show. And like it was very aggressive is what I remember from it is like they, the the guys that were dressed as women would go around to people that were clearly uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Because like, they like that. And then, no, yeah. but the, their, their thing is like, so I will like weird you out and make you feel uncomfortable. So you'll just like, oh, here's money. Like, here's my dollar bills. And that's what happened. And I fucking like, and for whatever reason, I was wearing like a fucking peach colored shirt. And I was like, why the fuck did I wear this? But anyways, and, and they just kind of harass you a little yeah. bit. I don't want to, you know, put them down or anything. But it was like, oh, God, just get away. Here's all my money. And then, but like you give them a dollar and they'll put their hand back out. Yeah. You know, and it's like if you go to like a strip club, they, they're just like, okay, you gave me what you gave me. They're just so, moving on to the next person. Yeah. So I just thought it was like. They're turning and burning them. Yeah, turning and burning them. No, and it, it was just, it was a it was a funny situation. Jen, Jen went to the restroom and uh, was <laughs> in the restroom, like pulling her pants up. And somebody was like Snapchatting her, like fucking with her. And then a, a drag queen like bursts in the door and is like, hey, I'm trying to wash some, my makeup off my face. And like, so the, the video is just very short, but it's like Jen doing this move and this person with their face in the sink. And then the person videotaping just cackling laughing it was it was pretty hilarious <laughs> it's a weird experience yeah. <laughs> much better when you're drunk like i bet it was like okay because you were were you drunk oh yeah and you were and just it, like this is all fine yeah and it was the it was the monkey tail in uh the broad tail, ripple yeah. monkey's tail and they had also karaoke and the people that sing there are really good yeah that place like, is known. i would not go up there and sing karaoke because yeah. of how good they are the place is yeah. known for the especially that cool little patio thing that they yeah, have the patio is pretty all sweet lit up and they usually if they if that's not nice they'll have it inside and it's a lot smaller inside which is in the bathrooms like right by the where they usually do it inside the karaoke and stuff so it's nice when they have the whole patio yeah open. and it was awesome like the place is kind of like a little hidden gem of broad ripple because it's not on like the main street or anything it's kind of off to the side yeah it's like around the corner it's like around a corner because Down, we were trying go, to like find it and past the casbah or casbah or whatever casbah yeah and Kaz. take a right and there it is <clears throat> but yeah broad ripple is a uh, crazy town like yeah, it's dude. just like just that little strip of like there's just so much going I on i went to the monkey's tail one time and there was a guy on the dance floor and he had an oven mitt on his hand <laughs> and he was just like doing this weird like oven mitt hand dance and i'm like yeah and so when you just said broad ripple's kind of strange i'm like i yep and, <laughs> and last night was really weird like and People are, I mean, typically pretty nice, but for some reason, like, everybody was, like, super nice last night. I don't know if it's, like, the time of year, it's the weather, or what. Just go, but, to, like, go to Brothers and go to Douchebag City, right. and you'll... <laughs> but I'm just, like, walking I'm just like walking by people, and this dude's, like, having a nice night, right? And I'm, like, yeah. And he's, like, he's like just be safe. And I was, like, will do, right. man. And I kept walking. Thanks, man. That was one guy. His and name, Brian Titus. Is your <laughs> life a sitcom? I guess. And then I got... Then I got to the monkey's tail, and there was, like, this girl that was just, like, chatting the fuck up with me, like, and waiting to go to the bathroom. I was like, yeah. what's going on here? Like, most people are normally not this nice. I, th I was, It's the haircut. Liquid I changed time. my hair, <laughs> mm -hmm. and now people are nicer to me. You're a lot more approachable now. I guess. I, it, I feel like it looks less approachable. Did you have dreads me. before? Like, <laughs> no. <it was> just, <laughs> yeah, he tries to make it sound like he had this crazy hair, but it really was just, like, it was, normal. It was like three inches on top. And well, the sides on. are the same. This is extremely different. 
mean, I wasn't gonna make a huge deal about it. I don't think he looked. That no, it's, it's just the it's just the head rolls that are driving me insane. Yeah, but that's know. that's that's from that's from getting old, I guess. I don't have any head roll remedies. For and, you. and and Eric, uh, Eric, the guy that cuts cut cut my hair, told me it was from getting fat. So he's like, you just have a fat head. I think he just gets a kick out of saying you're fat. <laughs> you got a fat head because I don't think that's what it, your head's not any fatter. I don't see. You don't look like you have a fat head. That's uh, possible. Like knows. it doesn't go to your gut. It goes to your head. Just, <laughs> just don't get that credit card thing on the back of your neck. Oh my god! <laughs> is like hot dog neck. Credit or debit? Get it pierced. <laughs> so what? What kind of places do you frequent? If you, I mean, I don't know if you go out and do those kind of things and drink. Obviously, you go to the five hundred and listen to some sweet bands. <laughs> but besides that, what kind of? I can't you? stand him coming at Blues Traveler like this. I love. I like Blues I Traveler. And train. He's really <laughs> fuck train. It really bothers him that that train played. If I knew that, yeah, there's something that happens that he just does not like train. It's a train. It's a train. If you, someone who who will openly say, "Oh fuck yeah, dude, I love Burn Five, will just nope train, nope, nope. It's like, That's like on the same playlist. It's like drops of Jupiter, and I'm like, "Fuck, turn it off." <laughs> yeah, it's like a trigger. Yeah. Like, there are certain oh, bands for me that are like that though. I'm like, no, fuck you, yeah. dude. I'm like, whoever fucking put this on, I, yeah. like, it comes on and your eyes go directly to wherever the music is being played from, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt you with all this. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what we did. That's what with I just my did. train vendetta. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna go real the, quick. If I knew the lead singer to Train, I'd be like talking all kinds of shit, but nobody knows who it is, so. Uh, <laughs> Ahead, I actually so. live in Irvington, so I spend a shit ton of time at Blackacre. It's oh, yeah. It's so like, good. Yeah. There, I don't know how he does it, but my friend Ruby, who is one of the head brewmasters there and owner, like has this fucking incredible palate, so everything they put out is good. Yeah. Um, so there, if I'm staying in Irvington, but we spend a lot of time in Fountain Square, yeah. sure. go see shows at the Hi-Fi. Yeah. Um, I like the Brass Ring a lot. Yes. Mass Ave. Uh, not as frequently anymore. I used to spend a shit ton of time at that little bar that just had like a sky rise put up next to it. I guess that doesn't, it mm-hmm. doesn't really help because that's Chat, all of Chatterbox, uh, Chatham Tap, Chatham Tap. I know. Well, yeah. no, is that right? No, because Chat- I thought Chatham it's Tap a, was like Noblesville. Or is it the corner bar? I the, don't know why uh, the fuck I can't remember it. It's College and Michigan. Um, they just put a big green building up next to it. I don't know, but I, there's a few pl- places on Mass Ave I like. Like, uh, was it? Um, Bakersfield is pretty cool, but it's always super packed yeah. and hard to get in there. But they have like PBR for two fifty year round and that like cool uh, boot glass. So I'm yeah. always down for that. And then yeah. across the street is like Ball and Biscuit. If you want to go have like a badass like old fashioned or like a you know feel like and it's got like a dungeon kind of feel to it, which is a cool place. And then like I said, Fountain Square, all those places you said I love. Like the Brass Ring has like been around forever, and it's always yeah. like a cool little spot. Kuma's Corner What's, with the uh, burgers. Oh, yeah. So it's, good. If you want to feel like, I don't even know what, like if you, you can't walk if after you, you yeah, eat. Exactly. Yeah, the burgers if you are a huge. badass hamburger and listen to death metal, yeah. Kuma's the spot. Go there. And the, th- the, the Thunderbird's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. What's that bar in the... That's where I was yesterday, Fountain actually. Square, show. That's like a... They built it like a speakeasy. Is it Brass Ring? 
It might be where you like go. You go downstairs, and it's like it's underground. It's like the theme is like in a, Fountain Square. Yeah, it's underground. Yeah, I think about? it's. I'm pretty sure it's Fountain Square. It I think might you not might be. be talking about Mass Avenue. You're it talking about the Libertine. Libertine. Yeah. Libertine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the Libertine. Is. They actually I, moved because they used to be on another like downtown street, and I went to there the first time, and they they moved it to over by Mass yeah. Ave, and it is very like it's under where really, used to be. Yep, it's a really cool underneath there. Yeah, and like it is very speakeasy ish and cool. Like you can go. I don't know if it like. Swanky I mean, I was like a speakeasy or whatever, but it's like how you get down there. It's well, like we yeah, went to we went to the repeal day party downtown, and uh, there it was in the catacombs, and that was really cool. But I was also I was also really thrown off because every bartender there was trying to like put their spin on like a classic cocktail, which like just make the classic cocktail because that's like what I'm here for. And so they were like, everybody's a mix. It was like, it was like a, it was, was, say, it was like, like a you, margarita Manhattan yeah. or something like that. You, and I'm like, it's the same way. If you go to like hotel tango and or Thunderbird, it's very like mix all like all the dudes there. They're not bartenders are like mixologists yeah. and they're very like, and I like to try and they new take stuff, so but. much pride in the fact that they can make like, I know that, um, and this has nothing to do with like a mixed drink, but I went there and like the kind of shit they have is crazy. I went mm-hmm. to, um, Thunderbird around Thanksgiving time, and I had a shot of, uh, I think it was like Jim Beam or some kind of whiskey with a shot of gravy as a chaser. Gravy, like warm gravy. Nice. Yeah, and I was I'm like, down. I'm down for that. It was, they good, did one. it was good. They did one for a while that had like a fake cigarette hanging off the side of the cup. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> that's great. I know. With, that, with lipstick on it. Like they awesome. do it up. Yeah, and oh, they yeah. had those giant tiki. Uh, drinks too. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's, it's a tiki man. It's That's like what's in this so giant cool cl- about Thunderbird, though. They do like yeah. themed months. Yeah. So like they did a Miami Vice one a couple months ago, and it was fucking. That's killer. awesome. That's they awesome. always have chicken and waffles. I want to wear. I want to wear like a shirt like Shane, but like leave it unbuttoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Go, and go to the Miami. Vice I have a buddy one. that worked at Thunderbird. with a gold chain as well. Gross. Uh, worked at Thunderbird. His oh, name is Brian Berzart, mm. and he also works. I think he, now he works at the Libertine. So he's he's a mix. Yeah. Yep. Just a guy that frequents that area, I guess. I went to like middle school with him, so I yeah. kind of know who he is. But, but that's, that's what kind of what we want to get into, um, like here recently, and that's kind of why you're kicking us off and helping us get on here and start something new with the whole like making note of places in Indiana that people might not necessarily know about. And like, if you have a certain like vibe, and like, I mean, people will always say like Fountain Square and those kind of places are like more hipsterish or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But like, for every person out there, there's a cool swanky like cool, yeah. like place that you'll enjoy going, mm-hmm. and whether it be from clothing or mixed or not, mixed drinks or music, like the hi-fi places, like people may not necessarily know about places like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I and, think it's just more of a personalized experience. Like that's what's happening here. Even even like. I mean, you can't stop people from loving their chains. Like, they're going to love them. But if you yeah. go to Thunderbird, you're going to have, like, a monthly menu. or and, and we've just really grown in the last seven years. There's a ton yeah. of cool people. They're the people that shop at my store, too. Yeah, and like, exactly. We all yeah. support each other. Yeah. We're all the, the money stays in the economy. And that's kind of where we want to come from, like, a podcast uh, point of view is like we want to be in that mix of people that support each other yeah. and like be able to like let people know about these cool places that they might not necessarily know about because like um, you know ninety percent of our listeners are in Indianapolis and you know or like Indiana and you know yeah. and going to like um, you know uh, taps and dolls or something like a like that gets that shit gets old and it's oh. exhausting and it's like yeah. I can't go down there and rub against all these people and, and go to this <laughs> no. giant and pay I like it. rubbing against yeah. people and, dude I just want to do that like when you you know when you get the basketball and you're like, like I want to like I, I don't I, like I, the crowd I wear thing. really thin swishy pants with okay. no underwear 
<laughs> so I feel everything. And then paying like these ten, twenty dollar covers on special nights. But you go to Fountain Square and it's it's chill. You don't ever see a lot of fights. You don't ever see any of that stuff on like Fountain Square or Mass Ave. Broad Ripple is a little iffy because they got a few places down there. But even Irvington is like an up and coming, and it's been around for a while. But they're opening all these cool little spots to go hang out. And yours happens to be one of them in the clothing, you know, range or whatever. And we just want to kind of like put that out there. And like, like I said, I want the realization of what the way I felt the first time I went into your store and seeing like, wow, there's like, there are places like this that I can go get like clothes that, you know, that I see people like on TV or just someone that has a lot of style wearing that you wouldn't think like, I can't get this at, uh, zoomies over there. <laughs> I can't get this or, or pack center zoomies or whatever, or, <laughs> you know? And I just think people sh- should know that those kind of places are out there. So, well, yeah, absolutely. And, and the, the whole, the whole point of trying to become more, more integrated with the community is just because that'll be easier to create content for us and then also we can hopefully push people towards you guys and kind of follow that same model that you guys already have that you've talked about which is being you know keeping that money in the economy being like you know supporting each other because just by you know guests coming on and sharing our episodes or you know telling friends about it it just grows that base of people that you know might check it out and then they're scrolling through our episodes and they'll see we're talking to an MMA guy this week that they may like that or they may not and they'll skip past that one but then we're talking to you and then you know maybe a couple weeks from now we're talking to somebody that's in politics or something it's it's good to have a wide base mm-hmm. and and I, I want to keep it here in Indianapolis to start with so that we can kind of expand and then kind of go a little bit further from there yeah for sure <clears throat> broadening your portfolio <laughs> yes it's so a good did, sound did we have any uh comments on the uh the facebook live uh, no no <laughs> that's okay it's sunday and it's yeah. be- beautiful outside and yeah so. people are probably like chilling and stuff it's it's weird because sometimes people get on there and watch and sometimes people don't yeah. but people end up watching it later and i was gonna say do you feel it, it's okay to throw out the address of the of the store and oh, like yeah. have people come out obviously but i want i want to promote you as much as possible yeah put yeah. it all out there yeah, so we are in Irvington. We're in that main strip there if you've ever been before. But if not, it is 5624 East Washington Street. Um, you will know when you see it. There's like uh, the Starbucks is kind of the, the, the landmark for everybody. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really cool like neighborhood with houses from the 1940s and 50s. So there's a lot of stuff to walk around and do afterwards. Yeah. Great time of year to come out is during the Halloween fest that entire month i gotta check that out it's awesome yeah we'll have to go to that we can even do like a, a yeah, little one like of interviews and whatnot one of our uh, plans is to i want to do a podcast at a haunted house like like a legit haunted oh, house yeah. not just they like do ghost in. tours and stuff yeah, in irvington so i like, yeah. want to do that so I we need to find somebody really get on the the interviewing people too because people like on the spot say some of the funniest shit ever yeah. like i even watched like you brought up jimmy fallon earlier and it's just funny like when they do those like even him and the other dude what's the late night guy uh, that they used to be on the, Kimmel? Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel he, he does those like oh, like on the streets or whatever and oh, ask yeah, people yeah. shit that they like that oh, tell them stuff that's not true yeah that's fucking <laughs> hilarious to me <laughs> and like if we could get people just like some like because you I walk by these people all the time and I'm like that guy is fucking interesting like I don't know what it is but I want to know what that guy's been through <laughs> and just having him talk on the microphone would just make my day so I think we should do definitely especially in Irvington during that Halloween thing oh, would yeah. be cool that's a good move there's all you. these different festivals going on in the summertime and different things that we can and we've got do. the portable recorder for sure so it's really easy yeah. to do and it's make captures good sound and if you go down to james dant and get your shop on you can uh, go get yourself a beer right afterwards at black acre brewery or if you want to slice a pizza and or a whole pizza because their pizza is the bomb uh giacomo's pizza has nice. this like asian inspired peanut butter 
what is it? Um, it's a Thai, I think. Thai peanut. Yeah, Thai yeah. peanut pizza, and then mm. it's the bomb, and that place is great. They always got good beer on tap as well. Uh, I know there's a restaurant to the left of, like, if you're facing your store to the left, I forget what it's called, though. There's, yeah, it's the legend, yeah. and then we just had Ishka open up, which is... Um, like Mexican Aztec inspired. Like, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Anytime you throw another culture in there, like yep, Aztec or whatever, I'm like, oh, I gotta try that. Yep. Mm, yeah, I don't know what that fucking means, but I'm gonna none try of us it. could say it for the first like month they were open until yeah <laughs> we asked the owners because it's I X C A and it's like I don't that doesn't compute. Yeah. But that doesn't work in my brain. It's yeah, it's a really cool space. That how do, how do you say that? Food. Ishka. Ishka. Like you already said it, but like I had already forgotten. Like, yeah. So I was like trying to think of. How that works, but all right. Yeah. There's, there's and big news too for the area. We have a uh, the first bar. So there was like this covenant put in place when Irvington was first um, developed that no one could serve liquor. And yeah. I think within within the next couple months, this place is going to open. That's going to be the first place nice. in the Irvington coordinates to serve. And liquor. do you already know? Do you already know the people that are doing it? Uh, yeah, kind of. So do you guys know like Cluster Truck yep. and, um, I mean, Salesforce even. Right. Cluster like, Truck is like an f- awesome name. Yeah, the guy is. the guy who opened or started Salesforce or whatever it was before and sold it to Salesforce um, has been working with restaurants. So we have the mug over there as well. Mm-hmm. And it's in that little strip and he's just investing a bunch of money into Irvington. That's awesome. And do you do you think that... Um, Irving- we need to get that guy. Yeah, I'm sure. Anybody. Yeah, he popped in the other day. He heard about us on another podcast. So. Nice. Awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's just how that stuff works and people getting people's name out there. And like we've talked about this so many times, like, you know, helping each other. You're helping us by being on here and talking about your business. And I guess, I mean, technically we're helping you by getting the word out there, but I'm not sure how much we're doing that. I mean, you'll, you'll see. <laughs> every little, little, every we'll little see. bit helps. So I hope, oh, yeah. Hopefully my dream is to, for someone to walk in your store and be like, hey, I heard about you guys on Juice in the Morning. That would be yeah. the, like, yeah. content, the goal. Content is king. Like but, it's mm-hmm. it that, really like it, it can't hurt and yeah I mean, it's like that's last year we had a little bit of a, like a bumpy road because we opened the new side and we yeah. thought all these awesome things were going to happen yeah. and it just would happen naturally because sure. that's kind of what happened originally like if you build it they will come yeah, yeah. but it turns out like the older you get and the more people know about you yeah. like the more you have to be in front of them even like right yeah I almost don't double down on it so <laughs> I yeah. just don't think enough people know about that's what like I, I know i've said this like five times on this podcast but like not enough people know that the store is there and like like it was such a like eye-opening thing for me when i first walked in like i know i've said this like six times but i just want more people to know that there are stores out there like that yeah that, yeah so if we that, dropped ourselves in a mall like everyone would know I agree. but yeah. that's kind of the the like beauty of it it's and almost like selling out to a little bit you yeah know, it, i have people contact me all the time about opening a second one or doing something like yeah. that and it's like you don't really understand the concept then if you're asking me to open a shop yeah, in the right. mall like, and you're doing good stuff with the fountain square stuff like you did yesterday yeah. and, and taking a little uh like a little kiosk or whatever you want to call it, like a booth to, yeah. out to so some places. pop-up shop we, type we thing. Stopped, kind of yeah so they're little pop- booths we do vendor booths but yeah. we do pop-ups in other places yeah. but we had stopped doing all of that because i was like i want to just be in my space and be yeah. here and enjoy the space but yeah it ultimately was like well we didn't really bring anybody new into the store and right we really need to be putting ourselves out there so this year like we're doing yelp events we have a yelp event coming up this mm-hmm. month on the 15th yeah um i think there's there's probably uh, uh i know not probably there is a page for it on yelp where right. you can like sign up that's and awesome come out and so there's that's that's our, our and you thing said that's the 15th of june yep, yep just um implementing ourselves into into indianapolis yeah. like putting ourselves back into the community so and we're even, happy to be here we've even thought about doing like a booth somewhere and just like 
just promoting the podcast by giving out shirts and stickers and yeah. and hopefully hats at some point and stuff like yeah. that. And just, I, I think it'd be cool to go to like a festival, like or what you were at in Fountain Square yesterday and just chill at a booth all day. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with doing that, yeah. especially promoting something that I believe in. So and that's, I, I saw so many people yesterday that I either haven't seen for like two or three years that used to come in the store or yeah. just brand new people that had no idea yeah. we were there. So yeah. it's, like good. it really is a good thing to get you, yourself out there. Do you feel like Fountain Square is like a bigger version of where Irvington's going? Like it's kind of the same because Fountain Square wasn't always this big thing that everyone yeah. talked about. And, and like even five years ago, yeah, it was it, when it, we opened, it was still really developing. Yeah. And I don't know all the stores that in that five years, like that Hotel Tango I know is like mm-hmm. just on the outskirts, like right over the bridge or whatever, yep. but it's, it's one of the things that's, that's Fletcher, at. Fletcher place, but that also helps that they have like two communities bridge, right there. Right, that, yeah. With the chill water or whatever, or what's chili water, chili yeah. water. Yeah. I looked at that space. I was going to open James Dan in that space. Oh, nice. And then there, uh, the arcade bar too. tappers. Mm-hmm. I that love place that is place. Cool. Yeah. So like, oh, that is cool that I, I never thought of it that way that those two things are like so close to each other. And, yeah. you, and if you're like hitting up Fountain Square, you could easily walk down to like Bluebeard and yeah. Um, all those different that's places. Another so. like go to yep. that Tinker Street like restaurant wise. Yeah, Tinker, just, is Tinker is that coffee? Uh, Tinker is coffee, but a ton of people in the city have been using this name. It's it was a street. It's um, 16th Street now. It yeah. Used to be called Tinker, and so a lot of people just jumped on that name. It's a cool name. It is. Yeah. Um, so like there's Festiva over there now. It's a little further down 16th. M- Tinker. Uh, Milk Tooth is awesome as yeah. well over in Virginia. I haven't been there yet. I've heard uh, there's, about it. There's so, so cool. many good pockets and so many good restaurants. Like, yeah. it's, And hopefully me... I think to answer the question, like Irvington is... There's a few things that keep us from blowing up like Mass Ave did. Like they're never going to build a, a, a six-story like condo right. complex right there in the center of Irvington. Yeah. But, and, and that's kind of good because I feel like that's a little bit of what takes away from the small town, sure. hometown feel of Irvington. Mm-hmm. But we are on the path. Like, um, there's a, a, a this really cool lodge going back to like the the the, the scariness, the weirdness of Irvington Halloween Fest. It's called the Six 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 Lodge. Oh, it's wow. been there for freaking ever, and it's uh, it just got bought out by new owners who are really into like flipping it and turning it into something. So Irvington Vinyl just got bought by new owners. They're gonna put in a little like uh, tapper style place, but mm-hmm. with consoles. Nice. So you can go in and play like Atari and all that stuff. Awesome. And so That's there's true. really there's some good change happening. I'm happy for that because like as much as I love Fountain Square, it's like a little bit of a trip for me right. living on you know like the far east, like almost yeah. Greenfield, and it's even for you. Mm-hmm. So it's nice that eventually we'll have this place where we can just kind of little 10 minute drive right mm-hmm. and then there we yeah, are and like a nice drive little, out here because i go to i mean me and the lady go to giacomo's and and obviously stop through your store and i don't go to black acre too often because i got a little one and she can't come in there but i do stop in there and get you know a little bullet or whatever it might mm-hmm. be so Growlers. yeah that's where it's at I, I'm, I'm excited to see where that yeah, i think you're in a good spot man i think that yeah. that area is growing and you're like right dead center in the middle of it so it's it's kind of crazy the things that are to come with that area so. yeah yeah, I think we uh, we're about there. Yeah. So uh, I've I've had a good time with you guys. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming back, Ryan. Oh yeah, I'll uh, be back here next Sunday. In, oh, in, sweet. In a couple of weekends. Yeah, uh, I'll see you guys <laughs> in a couple months. <laughs> no, and uh, I I appreciate everybody that's listening. Maybe people watching. Um, you know, this has been uh, one of those episodes that I really uh, enjoy because it's something different that we haven't had before. 
So yeah, I really awesome. appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, and we have fun. we have a crazy list of people for the rest of the month and the rest of the summer. Um, definitely keep listening because there's, I mean, there's some stuff that I haven't even told Shane about that we're gonna get oh, into. Nice. So, <laughs> and thanks for helping us kick off this whole like um, living in Indiana thing, kind of, and trying to just like really hone in on places people can go. And and yeah. you know, I mean, that's perfect perfect thing to kick it off with. Yep. And then like you'll just be kind of like the. The thing we started with, and we'll Inaugur- go from there. Inaugural episode. Yeah, yeah there, there you go. go. And, and, and honestly, come back anytime. And for sure. um, yeah. And thanks again, Mark, for the uh, rad ass board that yeah, we have yeah. up on our uh, our wall. <laughs> I'll be doing quite. I'm a bit not of... going to be able to forget that. Like every time I hear somebody say badass, that's going to pop into my mind. No, and then, yeah. uh, so this has uh, been a great episode. Yeah. What do you think, Shane? Uh, you mean the, the phrase? Okay. Um, yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Thanks everybody for coming on, and hopefully the juice is worth the squeeze. I forgot one thing. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> I just want to like go out of my way to say thanks to all the other podcasts that have like kind of been a part of us because I, I feel like we've all, they always have mentioned us and I always forget to Smugcast. Throw, throw them out there. So like Smugcast, Pointless Discussions, Pointless The Monday American, PTO Unlimited, PTO Unlimited Podcast. Shirt. I'm wearing their shirt today. Um, you know, just want to say thanks to all of them because they're sharing us with their audience and those people are coming yeah. to listen to us. So. I wore that to my orientation the other day, the yeah. my PTO Unlimited shirt, and they were like, what is that? And then I had this like 40 minute conversation <laughs> with this lady about, about like, well, I'm on a podcast. She's like, oh, really? And like, she was What's like, What's a podcast? <laughs> I don't know if she was like thoroughly enjoying what I was saying or she was just being polite, but I was like, Let me tell you. And then it went on from and there. And we, we also have uh, business cards coming too, so I can't yeah, wait I'm for excited that. About that. I can't wait to be and able actually, to pass the, them out. The to guy people. from, uh, I'm not sure what his name is, but the guy that works with you. Um, he has a podcast. Yeah. And I think it's called the pregame pregame podcast. Yeah. We'd like to do something with those guys because anything Absolutely. with podcasts in the community and, and, and I, I did get his uh, Instagram, so I'll probably will send him message a message him. or whatever, but he's the one that actually gave us the idea for um, business cards because he's like, Oh, I don't have any on me right now, but I would give you one. And I was like, well, this guy's got business cards. Yeah. Yeah. We need to get on that. And then I told him and next thing I know, he's like showing me rough drafts and all kinds yeah. of stuff. So, and it's like nine bucks for 500 of them. Yeah. Like, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've Most, done really well for themselves. I like heard, they were yeah. working with Pat um, McAfee. Yeah. yeah Pat yeah. McAfee, Michael Smith, like yeah. Michael, Michael, A. I don't know. One of those guys, Stephen, A. Smith. not Stephen, a, the other Stephen one, a, the other one, the other one who, um, Michael, Rappaport? he's on with Janiel. Like they have, the, it's definitely not Rappaport. Rappaport is like, going. he's like on the, uh, on he's the, the dredges of society now. Yeah. Cause he fucked up with Barstool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, once again though, thanks for everybody listening. The, uh, the song that they kept teasing me with during the four horsemen, uh, concert, they would play the lick and the guy would say, I don't sing that is the song <laughs> we're going out to today. Thanks guys. Have a good evening. Mm-hmm.